You're listening to Rooted and Overflowing. I've done it. You've done it. If you've been on social media for any length of time, At some point, you have posted something that you came to regret for one reason or another. Whether it's the truth and just not timely, a nuanced message that is misunderstood, or a message that is posted in the heat of an I don't care what they think moment, we've all done it. In my conversation today, I'll be talking with Dr. Jen Bennett, the author of the book, Be Worth Following. How to be different and influence people in a crowded social world. We will talk about the mind frame to have and a few strategies to implement when it comes to using social media. When you visit drjenbennett.com, you will learn about the remarkable work that Dr. Jen does to create a community for trailblazing faith-based women. Women who want to lead with influence and impact culture for Christ. The link to connect you to Dr. Jen's resources will be in the show notes. So listen in, take notes, and be worth following. Dr. Jen, welcome to Rooted and Overflowing. Thank you so much. I am just absolutely thrilled to be here with you. I have been looking forward to our chat. And so I so appreciate you having me on your podcast. I tell you, I am honored to have you for the past several years, just to watch the work that you've done. And um, you're just so awesome. (laughs) It's so awesome. It is heartfelt. I admire the work that you do. Um, Mm -hmm. to help women. And it's such a joy that you would take time out of your busy schedule. Um, I know we'll probably hear about it as we go along, but you're, you're a higher education professional. So that means that classes have started or going to be starting. Yeah. (laughs) You're in a busy time. So I appreciate your time tonight. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm happy to be here. It is 2021, and it was several years ago, I'd say maybe 2017 or so, something like that, when I was a part of the iBloom community. You know, I was um, working outside of the home, an elder's wife, um, knowing that the Lord had called me, but just being kind of, you know, slow and not knowing what to do. But I was a part of iBloom, and that's where I learned about you. Oh, I love, love, love that. Social media, online connections. Love it. Yes. There are so many wonderful connections that I have been able to make over the years. And there are, you know, we know that there are some, some things that have not been positive that's come out of social media, but there are some things that have been positive and life-changing. You have a book that I'm excited to share that deals directly with social media. Before we dive into that, I know the work that you've done, but please share with Rooted and Overflowing listeners, who is Dr. Jen and what do you do? (laughs) So yes, my name is Dr. Jen Bennett. I am currently living in Indiana. My husband and son, we moved here 
a year ago when I was offered a professor position at Indiana Wesleyan University. Never in my wildest dreams did I ever think I would be living in Indiana. I am originally from Florida. And so the thoughts of living in the Midwest where there is real winter and all kinds of stuff that I know nothing about was like, I remember thinking, Lord, are you sure? Is it me you're you're saying to come to the Midwest, calling to the Midwest? Well, we came and it has been an absolute blessing to be here. I teach strategic communication classes. And so um, right in my wheelhouse, we talk about PR, marketing, social media, how to communicate with people online and offline, how to communicate with people who see things differently than you. And so I just love um, the opportunity that the Lord has given me to speak into the lives of students and having the opportunity to teach from a biblical foundation, um, which as you know, is just my life. It's everything that I am about. So yeah, so we're living in Indiana and um, in my spare time, I enjoy writing. I published a book, um, Be Worth Following back in 2018, which I know we're going to talk about a little bit. I'm hoping to write another book in the near future. Um, And so I enjoy writing. I enjoy encouraging the hearts of women as they pursue who it is that God has called them to be. And so, yeah, life is good. And I'm just grateful for the opportunities the Lord has given me to be a part of his kingdom work. Oh, that is awesome. And you know, I did not know that you were originally from Florida. That's where my husband is from. Okay. What part of Florida? He's from Delray Beach. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Delray Beach. So yeah. And we actually met in Ohio. So he was the first person that I'd ever met who hadn't seen it snow before until... (laughs) Until he got to Dayton, Ohio. Right. Well, I'll tell you this past winter, we survived our first winter here. And as we were driving or as I was driving, I, in winter, snowy roads, I felt like, like a real adult. I'm like, (laughs) I am a real adult. I am driving in the snow. (laughs) So I felt so grown up. (laughs) That's right. That's right. You've passed, you passed the test. Right. (laughs) You know, when you mentioned the social media and iBloom, there's been so much. I, we don't even have to go into what's just been happening in our world yeah, because it's been a lot. A wars, lot. rumors of wars, all of it. And we've seen a lot of it play out on social media. Mm-hmm. The message of be worth following has been in my mind. You know, we have those watershed moments, those turning point moments. This is what be worth following seems to be to me. That's how I see it because you talk about having a plan and just how we're to approach social media. And there's there's just so many nuts and bolts, foundational um, ideas that you talk about in the book. I'd be curious to go back to the beginning and find out what made you write Be Worth Following. Yeah. So I have always had a heart for communication. I believe that our words are powerful, whether we speak them or write them. And at the time when I started writing this book, 
I think my heart was just very moved by the fact that I was seeing so many things on social media that were dividing people rather than bringing people together. And it just broke my heart because the way I see it is we have this incredible tool at our fingertips, social media, to use in a God-honoring way, in a way to um, bring people together, but even more importantly, to share the good news of Jesus Christ, the, the one that we have put our hope and trust in, and the one that we proclaim has given us hope and freedom. And, you know, during this time in my life, I was Um, Working full time in social media, I was helping businesses and churches and leaders and organizations and entrepreneurs with Mm -hmm. their online platforms. Mm -hmm. And I just kept seeing where people were debating and arguing and Mm -hmm. cutting each other down and, and it it just broke my heart. And so I I felt like I needed to write about that topic. Mm-hmm. How can we specifically, the book is geared towards faith-based women. Mm-hmm. Um, how can we as women be women who are worth following online so that instead of closing doors, we open doors to um, better conversations. And so that's the reason why I wrote that book because I didn't see that message out there. And I just felt like the Lord laid it on my heart to get it out there. That's fantastic. And I love where you said open doors to better conversation. In um, the book, you say that we should become known for whom we're for rather than what we're against. Right. That's a pitfall that we tend to fall into as Christians. Yes, absolutely. I'd love to hear your thoughts on, you know, why do we fall into that and what can we do to avoid that or revert that? Yeah, I think we are passionate people. And so we are very passionate about our ideas, our opinions, what we believe to be right or wrong. Like we are just passionate people. And so what ends up happening is I think that passion can overtake us and we end up sharing things on social media that we may later regret. And yes, I really believe that we have to, as Christ followers, be known for who we are for rather than everything we are against. Because I think if we're constantly sharing about everything that we are against, then people will immediately shut the door and they want no more conversations with you. But If you consistently share who you are for, that opens the doors for more conversations. I've seen it multiple times in my own life with my own social media platforms. I once had somebody reach out to me um, that I've been connected to, and she said that, you know, she was an atheist, but that she enjoyed being connected to me, even though I am a Christ follower. And so that opened a door for conversation. The other day, a woman shared with me that after reading my post about Esther, that she hadn't read the entire book of Esther in the Bible before. But after reading my post, she read the whole book and she just got these insights from the Lord as she was reading it. And so for me, 
that's what I want. Like I want people to be drawn to the Lord. I want people to be drawn to who God is rather than me just spouting off my ideas and my opinions and this and that, that only brings division and then leads no one to the Lord. Yeah. No one is going to want to hear right there if they just know and see everything that you are against. Right. And it is such an unfortunate pitfall that we find ourselves in as Christians. And so what recourse does a Christian leader have, you know, if they do, um, if they're not worth following, (laughs) if they they post a post, if they post something that that doesn't make them worth following, what are the ways that we can recover from that? (laughs) Absolutely. And I just have to tell you that there have been so many times where I've started to write something and then I'm like, delete, 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 delete. Nope, 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 nope. Like writing be worth following has kept me in check. It's kept me accountable. Um, But yeah, you know, we all, you know, at times post something where we're just like, why did I do that? Why did I open that can of worms? Why did I say that? Honestly, I think one of the best things you can do is apologize. Let's say you wrote something where it maybe was demeaning, it was just egotistical, whatever. I think one of the best things you can do is go back and say, I'm sorry. You know, my words just, I allowed my emotions to get the best of me. And I just typed everything out without thinking about it before putting it out there. And I'm sorry, I should not have done that. And so I think as leaders, as Christ followers, we have to not be afraid to say, I'm sorry, you know, this wasn't, this wasn't right of me to put this out there because I think people will accept that. I think people will be like, wow, they just apologized for what they put out there, or maybe they worded it kind of, you know, wrong or whatever. I think people will be taken back by that in a good way, because in today's day and age, people don't ever apologize for anything. I mean, they just don't. And so if you come and you say, you know what, I was in the wrong here. I should not have posted that. I think, um, I think that's one thing that you can do. I think another thing you can do is if it's really completely out of line, don't be afraid to delete it, especially if it's causing other people to argue and this and that. Delete the post, get rid of it, move on. Very sound advice. With your work in communications and higher education and the work that you do um, in ministry, how have you been able to make the two of those things work? Yeah, you know, it's really interesting. I never knew that this is what my life calling would look like. So my undergraduate degree is in communications PR, but then I went off to seminary for my master's degree because I felt like the Lord was calling me to full-time ministry. And in my mind at that time, full-time ministry was church ministry. So I thought, I'd be working in the church forever. So I did. I ended up working in two churches. I was a youth director. And then when my husband and I got married, we moved to Orlando and I explored education. And during that time, I had the opportunity to be um, a middle school teacher and then a high school teacher. 
um, and a school administrator. And during all of that, I decided to pursue my doctorate degree in education. Well, in 2009, I had my son. And after having him, I was like, I want to be home with my son. I don't want to be working anymore away from the home. I want to be home with him. So I came home. And at that time, social media was really getting popular and picking up speed. And I remember thinking to myself, man, I kind of like this whole social media thing. And at that time, I loved being home, but I also still wanted to do something. I wanted to bring in some kind of a small income, anything. And so from there, the Lord just started opening up doors for me to connect with a Forbes top 10 social media influencer, gain training in social media. He opened up doors for me to help people with their online presence. He opened doors for me to speak at conferences. And I just found this new love for communication and PR, because when I was in college, social media didn't even exist. Like it just wasn't there. And so I found this new love for it. And then after being home for a while and my son getting older, I realized I could go back to work and I wanted to get back in education, but I wanted to get in higher education. And um, God just opened the doors for me to do that. And so all of that to say that I never thought or imagined that this is what my life would look like or that this would be my ministry, but God has been so good in putting every little puzzle piece of my life somehow together into this picture that I'm now starting to see because all of the puzzle pieces are coming together. I was sharing with somebody the other day, I'm 46 years old, and it's just now that I feel like I am truly living full-time in my calling. Um, Like this is what God created me to do is to speak and teach and be at a Christian university. And all of those experiences of being at iBloom, helping um, churches and ministries and entrepreneurs and leaders with their online presence, those were all seasons of life and experiences that the Lord was having me go through so that when he got me to where I am right now, I could better equip my students who are wanting to get into the field of strategic communication. So it's just amazing. And so I would just say for your listeners that Wherever they find themselves right now, whatever season of life that they are in, maybe they're questioning what God is doing. Maybe they're like, God, I don't, I don't understand this. I don't know what you're doing. This isn't what I planned for my life. This isn't how I envisioned my life to be. I want you to think of your life as a puzzle and that every little experience God is bringing together so that eventually you will see this beautiful picture that God has put together through all of the experiences in your life and all the different seasons. Each each experience that we have, whether it's a trial or whether it's a triumph, even, right. it's all a part of the puzzle. It's all a part of God's plan and what he's putting together for us. That's fantastic. I'm going to take myself through Be Worth Following this fall. And I think what impresses me and what inspires me about um, Be Worth Following is where you talk about building a solid foundation. We think people aren't watching, but they are. And there is value in having a 
solid foundation when starting to build a community online. I would love to hear your thoughts about that foundation. Yeah, I think what can happen is when we feel like God is calling us to maybe start an online community, a podcast, um, a, a personal profile on social media, the thoughts that immediately come to mind are, well, what if a lot of people don't follow me? Well, what if a lot of people don't comment? Well, what if a lot of people don't download my podcast? But something that the Lord has continually reminded me is that God hasn't called us to figure out the numbers. God says, I've called you to do this. So just go do it. Leave the numbers to me. And so that's all a part of building that firm foundation is that when God calls us, we go and we let him worry about the numbers and all that because he's not saying, Hey, Jen, I want you to reach, um, you know, 6,458 people with your podcast this month. That's not what he's saying. No, a lot of times he's like, Jen, I want you to start this podcast, so go do it. And that's what part of that building that whole firm foundation is, is we have to not worry about the results or the outcome. We just need to do what God has called us to do. And we need to stay rooted in him as we're doing that thing that he's called us to do, because there will be days where nobody comments on a post, nobody downloads a podcast. And you're like, okay, Lord, maybe I should just quit. Maybe I'm heard you. But if you have that firm foundation, then you will continue to move forward even when the hard days come, even when you see somebody else and they're getting all these downloads and all of these things and you're not, you will know I can still move forward because you know what? The way I've always thought of it is, Lord, if I reach one person with Be Worth Following, if I reach one person with my podcast, if I reach one person with my social media posts, then that is good. I've done what you've called me to do and you are not calling me right now to reach thousands of people. And that's okay. Yes. I love that. And there is a certain stamina I'm learning, you know, even in this process, there's a certain stamina that you build by just, just doing it. That's right. Doing it. Just putting it out there. So she impacts culture. Oh my goodness. That is so timely because the public square is the public square and everyone has a voice, including Christians. So I love what um, She Impacts Culture is all about. I'd love to hear how you got started with your podcast. Yeah, so it's really interesting. I was at home one day journaling and all of a sudden, this idea came to my mind of She Impacts Culture. I've wanted to do a podcast for many years, but it just never felt like it was the right time or this or that. Well, during my quiet time one day, I just started jotting down all of these thoughts and ideas in my journal. And I was like, okay, God, what what is this? Is this what you want me to do? And I just felt like he was saying, yes, do this. And I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing, but okay. And so I moved forward with She Impacts Culture. It's a podcast. It comes out twice a month. 
And it shares the stories of women, faith-based women who are using their influence to impact culture through their work, in their neighborhoods, in their communities. Because what I have found is that there are so many incredible women out there that are doing incredible things and their stories need to be shared. They may not be on stages speaking in front of thousands of people. They may not be known by the world, but they are using their gifts, skills, and talents to impact culture in some incredible ways. And as someone who loves hearing the stories of other women, this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to share the stories of women so that we as women could be encouraged and know that God can and will use us. And so that's what I've been doing. And it's been an absolute blast. Well, I have been enjoying it. And and it's funny because you you said incredible. And for me, what's been in my mind, even for this podcast for Rooted and Overflowing, What's in my thought is there are some amazing people doing amazing things for an amazing God. (laughs) (laughs) And it's true. It's true. And I even shared on another podcast um, episode, I had a friend who, you know, she always, she would always say, um, there's enough room in this world for all of us to shine for Jesus. Yeah. You know, and my friend, she was a very, she passed away, but she was, she had a very vibrant personality. And that was, that was her mantra. She's like, there's enough room for us all, you know, to do what the Lord has called us to do. And there are. And I would say, I think that's something that we have to, especially with the online social media culture is, move away from the competition mindset. Like if we could come together, support each other, share each other's stories. Wow. What God can't do with a group of women that unite together to point to him. Like, wow. Amen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amen. Is there, the wonderful things happen when we're all on one accord, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> When we are all on one accord. Well, talk to me and talk to our listeners about the power of being intentional. Yeah. Um, I alluded to it a little earlier, but I'd like to talk a little bit more about it. Um, being intentional, being deliberate, because I think sometimes we just think that, oh, you know, I'll just do this, you know, and it does it doesn't matter, or I'll just do this and um, I don't care what people say. But there's some power in us being intentional with what we share online and just just what we do. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think it always comes down to thinking through before you post, like asking yourself, when I post this, what's my purpose behind posting this? Is it to start a little debate? Is it to get back at somebody and hope that they see this post? Um, Or is it to encourage, motivate, inspire? I think we always have to ask ourselves, what is my purpose for posting this? And I do a variety of posts. I will post biblical stuff. I will post um, 
work stuff. I will post like the other day was national dog day. You know, I posted a bunch of pictures of my dog. Now I'm not sitting here thinking, all right, what kind of biblical um, purpose does my dog post have? But you know, part of me doing those kinds of posts is that it helps people see that I'm a normal human being who has a dog, or if I share a funny story or something like that. So I think when it comes to being intentional, we have to know why we're why we're posting. And we have to make sure that the reason that we're posting, I want to say is for good reasons, not just to stir the pot. Um, are we getting people to think? Are we getting people to maybe see something from a different perspective? Are we maybe getting um, people to just be encouraged, especially now with all the craziness in our world? There's so many people that are truly worried about COVID and Delta and, and masks and their kids are at school and the unvaccinated and the vaccinated and the stuff that's been happening in Afghanistan. And so what can we bring to the conversation that will help and encourage people, and then ultimately, again, maybe lead people closer to the heart of God. And so when it comes to being intentional, I think that's what we have to stop and say, okay, what is my purpose behind this post? Certainly, certainly. And what about the power of taking time away? Yes. Sometimes we just have to shut it down, right? (laughs) Yes. I would love to hear your thoughts on that, you know, um, because I would even think that that's something that we have to be intentional about as well. Yes. Taking time away from social media. I'd love to hear you share on that. Absolutely. Here's the main message. If you take time away from social media, the world will continue moving along. (laughs) It's gonna be okay. But yes, I think we have to be willing to step aside from social media. If we find ourselves addicted to social media, if we find ourselves Mm. continually scrolling just kind of aimlessly, um, I think it's time to step away from it a little bit. I mean, this is a challenge I give to my students is, you know, when you're at line, wait, or you're in line waiting to get your food on campus, or you're at the coffee shop, uh, instead of just being down, looking at your cell phone and social media and all that, look up. What is God trying to show you? You know, is there somebody sitting by themselves that maybe you could spark a conversation with? Like, what are we missing by continually being glued to social media? And so, yes, taking time away from social media refreshes the soul. It gives me a new perspective. It, um, it keeps me away from the the comparison trap that I know I can so easily get caught up into. Um, And it allows me to just draw closer to the Lord and even hear from him. And so I think those times away from social media are so important. I recently took, um, maybe it was last November, I took like a 20, 25 day social media fast. That was the longest I ever had done. And I just... I just needed that time away and it was great. And the world kept moving forward. So all was good. (laughs) 
I love it. You know, our son is 16 years old and probably when he was about 11 years old, um, we were outside and I spotted something. I don't know if it was, you know, an animal, a flower or something and or maybe a rainbow. And I was going to take a picture of it. And my son at 11, you know, because I'm thinking, okay, you know, let me be the hip mom or whatever. And he was like, no, don't take a picture of it. Let's just look at it. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Let's just look at it. And I did. I thought, okay, well, let's just do that. Not everything that we see has to be posted. And I thought coming from an 11 year old. Oh, yeah. So so it's like um, amazing and almost and humbling. It was amazing and humbling at this, you know, all at the same time. Absolutely. Certainly is something to be said about um, taking time away. So, Mm -hmm. and I like the idea of taking a 20 or so day uh, fast from social media. So, I I like that a lot. Well, Dr. Jen, what is next on your plate? What is next? (laughs) I think what's next is really thinking through my next book idea. Okay. So I am um, hoping to finish up this proposal that I'm starting to put together and we'll see what happens. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And we know that we can certainly find you on Facebook. Yep. And also at drjenbennett.com. Is that right? That is right. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Well, before we totally close out, I would love to have you share. What would you say to that woman, woman in ministry, career woman, mom who is working at home? What would you say to her during this time? Uh, We said we weren't going to go through the whole laundry list of what's happening in our world, but there's a lot of pressure. You know, we're under a lot of pressure. And a lot of some of that pressure comes from social media. Some of that pressure is coming from, you know, what's on the news. Some of it's coming from what's happening in our homes, in our community, you know, and from the news, just with knowing things that are happening around the world. So what would you say to that woman who is just feeling like there's so much going on? What can she do to gain some traction and gain some peace during this time? Yeah, I would say first off, God sees you, God knows you, God hears you, God cares for you. Um, You know, things in the world are a bit crazy and God knows, like nothing takes God by surprise at all. And so if you find yourself a bit overwhelmed, anxious, worried, And I have found myself like that at different times. I think the best thing you can do is to step away from all the noise. Um, I have stepped away from social media because it just got to be too much. I have stepped away from watching the news because it just got to be too much. I remember telling my husband, I was like, I know what's going on. I don't need to to worry about it. I don't need to see this anymore. I I just, you know, I can Again, the world's going to continue on if I don't watch the news every night. And so um, if you find yourself just dealing with all of these different emotions and such, 
Don't be afraid to step away from it all. And don't be afraid to say, God, I'm worried. I'm scared. I'm overwhelmed. I'm anxious. I just need you to shower me with your peace because I'm feeling just all out of sorts right now. And he is faithful. He will hear you and he will shower you with his peace. And so if you find yourself feeling that way, know that God sees you. He hears you. He cares about you. He's not going to forsake you. He's not going to leave you and that he loves you and he knows what you're feeling and going through and that he is just one prayer away. Amen. Such beautiful words, such truth-filled words, and such wise words. Thank you, Dr. Jen, for sharing with us today. Thank you so much. I have thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rooted and Overflowing. To listen on your favorite app, visit rootedandoverflowing.com. When you're there, you can also click the About tab and gain access to resources that are designed to inspire you in your walk with Christ. When you rate and review the show on your favorite app, it helps me to make sure I'm sharing information that's helpful. So let me know how I'm doing and invite a friend to listen. Until next time, stay rooted in Christ and overflow with gratitude.